Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. You can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week is my dad. How are you doing, Dad? I'm doing grand. That's grand. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. And to everyone else. And to everybody else listening as well. So let's start off, before the games really start, let's start off with the last week, the week that was in the NFL Week 12, start off with the Houston, with the Texans coming from behind over Indianapolis 20-17, to and I think that it puts Houston in more of control of their own destiny in terms of that South. And they were coming off a bad loss against the Ravens. Yeah, that was a tough one, and especially in a game when everybody thought that that would be a, a great game, yes. it just was not. Just but it did showcase a, a lot of young talent. It really did. Um, but, I mean, Watson, Bursette, and I mean, T.Y. Hilton even came back. And no, nobody was get, was thinking that was going to happen. Right. But he did. Uh, Buffalo, so, uh, they are looking really strong. Now, look, they beat up on Denver 20-3. to Frank Gore moves into third? Second place? Uh, third, right? Yeah, third. He passes by Barry Sanders. Uh, not that I would put Frank Gore quite in that. I mean, look, he's he's had a uh, career of longevity. He's a compiler. He is. But, I mean, look, but he's been successful. Where? But to be healthy at that position. That's very hard. I mean, in a, in a place yeah. where you just like. He doesn't look as aged as a- Adrian Peterson. No, no, definitely not. Well, Gore is a, Gore is also a, a pass catching back, whereas Peterson. He's a great self promoter too. Who Gore? Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's very confident. Yeah, he is, but he, I never feel like he's overt. Yeah. So I think he does well. With he's that. just happy to see everybody. That's true. Uh, the Bears hold off the Giants, the one team the Bears can beat. But they couldn't cover. They couldn't cover, no, because that line was six, but they won. 19, they went for two. 19 to 14. They could have pushed if they didn't do that. Yeah, but. But they anyway. might not have made the kick either. So there's the Giants continuing to lose. Uh, and, and talk about Barkley. The Barkley that wasn't. I call him the elusive butterfly of love. What a great interview. What a warm human being. Yes. But that's not why he was drafted so no, high. He needs to, they need to shut him down. Because what good is he going to do? Really? I saw him do some spin moves out there. You don't do that all hobbled. Okay, so, but at this point, what, they're, well, just, they're just putting themselves in worse and worse position to get a good draft pick. Well, did you see what he got to bring in Coleman for pass blocking? Yeah. Okay, you can't play in this league if you do that kind of stuff. Run backwards, can't pass block. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, you seem to defend him. I mean, no, that's a good point. Um, Mason Rudolph was was uh, told to ride behind uh, in a game in which I think it was like five for twelve. Right, he's like the captain of the Valdez now. <laughs> you know, no, nobody wants to interview him, right? Yeah, exactly. It's over. And that's a good thing, because this guy actually looks like he has some touch on the long ball. Because uh, Randolph looked like he he maxed out. He can't get better than that, and certainly not now. No, gosh, no. No, absolutely not. Um, but the Steelers are able to make the change and then send the Bengals further into despair. Now, now 
But they're bringing back the red-headed stepchild. Yes, uh, Andy Dalton will be starting this week against the uh, New York Jets. But yeah, um, I mean, boy, what a time to bring them back with that. With that, that's a pretty good defense the Jets show. No, look, it is. But I mean, and at this point, why? If you know you're going to lose with with your worst, why not try to win with your best? Um, well, they're going to beat somebody. Well, that's true. Uh, somebody will will get beat, but it's just a question of who and when um, as well. Uh, also, we had the uh, Browns, Baker Mayfield having a field day against the Dolphins, 41-24. to That was a feel-good game, yeah. a get-right game. It, it was. They got right, and we'll see how they'll see what they do with it. Now, with both starting safeties out, Landry and uh, Beckham had a great time. They really did. I mean, they were unbelievable. They had unbelievable games last week. I mean, Landry. A lot of celebration. Yes. And look, you put up 41. Although I got, there was a little bit of nervousness. The Dolphins kept putting up their points. Now, obviously, they were in comeback mode. So, but still, there was a lot of, lot of, lot of scoring. There's a lot to build on in Miami. I think so, especially now because the coach shows that they can get these guys to play. Right. And now at this point, you're not getting to us, so you know you gotta go. Well, that's some damage goods. That's right. In another contender for the game of the year, I think this is the third one, uh, second one for the Saints, pulling out uh, in over. It should have never come to that. I mean, no, not overtime in regulation, 34 to 31 over the Panthers. The Panthers another bad just, call. I'm sorry. Another bad call. Yeah, of course. Um, it was very disappointing for the Panthers. I mean, they have missed extra points, missed field goals. I feel really bad for their kicker, but you gotta do your job. And um, but also I hate to leave Michael Thomas coming across on a slant that wide open to get be some weapon, huh? He really is. I mean, you might as well. I mean, it's rare when you say a wide receiver should be in in line for an MVP, but he does. He's all that and then some. That's right. The Redskins, you know, the Redskins win over the Lions, nineteen to sixteen. The Lions have just fallen off. They well, I mean, they weren't very high on the perch to begin with, but they looked hopeful. They did. Well, I, I think Patricia treats, or at least his players, feel like things are a sprint, not a marathon. Because, I mean, look, if yeah. you're a Belichick disciple, you try to emulate what that is, and that's... You would want to finish well. Right, but but just like the discipline, the week-in, week-out discipline. And well, they got nobody to run the ball. Right, no. And then Stafford was out. Right. So there's nothing but problems. And they haven't been able to run the ball since Barry Sanders. I mean, that's absolutely true. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, Seahawks, with some trickery, uh, beat the Eagles 17-9. Uh, to 9. Russell Wilson, another fantastic game. This guy's the trickery. The trickery. And is, is that the Belichick, uh, the Philly special move? No, I, I mean, it's, you know. It's the Something on that line. It's yeah. all that stuff. It's the fun stuff. And, and, and what does that say about Philly? They're easily duped. They're not what they used to be. Uh, when Carson, Carson's not a West Coast guy. He's not accurate short, and they don't let him throw long because nobody can run under the ball. I mean, Nick Foles might have been the answer. That's a, uh, well, that, that's, what does that tell you? Uh, that just goes. So Titans 42-20 to 20 over the Jaguars. Jaguars sinking. They can come back. That was my surprise pick in the AFC. Uh, they're, they're in the hunt? They're in, but that's a... That's they a, got to improve. That's a tall hill to climb. There's a lot of... Lot but of Tannehill was a good move, changing that quarterback. 
It was. It turned out to be. But I mean, you also give the ball to Derrick Henry. It's not well, that's another uh, a disciple of uh, Belichick coaching that team. Rabel. Yeah, but he's one I trust a little bit more. As silly as it's. He was versatile. Uh, versatile. 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 In his pro game. Yes. Uh, speaking of the Patriots, thirteen to nine, holding off the Cowboys. Cowboys just taking field goals, and then they don't practice for this kind of weather. I, I mean, where are they going to find snow in Dallas? I, it's happened before several times. But what's with the glove? You don't know you're going to wear the glove, then you're going to put on the glove. This is like uh, I know. kind of world is he living in? And then Amari Cooper just can't hold on to the ball going down. But then now it's the reason the Raiders got rid of him. Now the conspiracies come out where video shows that as the Cowboys start a new set of downs, the marker is moved by the chain gang. Oh. The first down marker well, is moved slightly. That's so what I'm talking about, the tripping that wasn't. Well, yeah, of course. More than once. Hey, look, it's the... That's hard to watch. I agree. I agree, but... What are you going to do? I mean, jeez. They roll. Look, the only ones who can beat the Patriots in New England is... He is Baltimore. I mean, that's right, the line, the right, short of it right, right now. Right. That's a good point. And speaking of Baltimore, 45 to 6 over the Rams. Are they peaking too soon? Who, the Ravens? No. Yeah. No, they can do better? Uh, I mean, I think they can. I think they're going to meet their match. Where? With San Francisco this well, we'll week. Get to, we'll get to that. Speaking of San Francisco, 37 to 8, the Packers are paper champions. Yeah, nice. they they were played and right from jump. There was no surprise in that game at all. Right, but it, I mean, it ended the way it started. This is a team with a with the twenty fourth ranked defense, the seventeenth ranked offense. I mean, they're in no, their division, there's something, but outside, they're not. No, I guess not. But oh, I mean, so even the Eagles beat them up there in in. Uh, but that also, but how often have you seen Rodgers getting sacked like he did? Yeah, but you know what? It He's comes, always able to escape. Yeah, escape. but. You know, the more and more you pay for one quarterback, the less and less you can pay for everybody around him. I mean, his weapons are gone, right? Um, the receivers, who's there? Adams? Yeah. I mean, who's left? Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. That's what I'm saying. And the offensive line, where are you going to put the money? No, it's a good point. Yeah, yeah, he's a drain. I know, and the defense doesn't have those marquee names anymore, so... They chase people at yeah, best. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um... And uh, so, yeah, so, but I mean, let's talk about this week that's coming up, week 13. You mentioned about the marquee matchup uh, that is, it's going to be the one, it's, a, it's hard to believe it's a one o'clock game on Fox, but they want to. Well, and it competes in the New York area against the Jets and the Giants. Oh, speaking of the Jets, and speaking of the Jets, they, they well, won How good game. are they? Three, three straight games at 34 points. Yeah, but that, that wasn't just a win. That was a beatdown. On a playoff team. How about the, the fans? I mean, selling their tickets to Raiders. Yeah. And then the Raiders doing the cheering, and then it gets the quiet. Jets take it personal and come out and put a beatdown on them. And they sure did. Uh, look, I don't look if it worked in that case, I guess. That's a turning point for the Raiders because it was all, you know, lollipops and, you know, pats on their back. I mean, they still, they're still in good position in the West. And they'll get a chance this week. So. Well, but this is you know playoff time, you know yeah. Thanksgiving on. So I mean the Raiders, they they started out well. Yes, yes they did. Right. Right. But the, look, this well the Packers did too. I mean, is this a turning point in the season for some of these oh, teams absolutely. to get real? Absolutely, and I think that. But you still give hope for them. Of course, 
I think that the Raiders have a chance against Kansas City because Kansas City is not really? what they were last. They're not what they were last. Well, they year. don't play defense. They don't. Oh my gosh, they, are they playing offense? I don't yeah. know. Some weeks they're not. Well, they benched Carr. The Raiders, right? They had a bench car. Yeah, but I mean, let, I mean, he was a, he was actually a bright point for not turning the ball over the whole season. Right, but again, you know, you're talking about with the Cowboys. Like, do they do any of these elemental practices? I don't know if the Raiders did either. And you've like you've pointed out many right. times they've had so many road games and not just road games about mileage. Well, yeah. So here they are. They're they're getting ten in Kansas City. Really, that line said ten has started like eight, eight and a half. Well, I think people are jumping all over. It. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, please, Kansas City, but. Well, it's a hard place to win under any condition. It is. Even though they did lo- lose a couple at home this and year. Now, don't forget, Andy's coming off a bye, and this is his strength. That's a good point. This is his big strength. Um, wow. So, but this that's still a lot to spot, isn't it? That is. But you're going back to the Niner Raven game. That's a one o'clock game on Fox. Yeah. That was not able to be flexed. Now, to be fair, I mean, Patriots, Texans. It's not a bad game to have in the Sunday night position. But Niners Ravens. Oh, that's the one. That's the Super Bowl that right is now. Right there. And, and I and I do like I do do like uh, the Forty Niners. Getting I do, six. Yeah, because the Ravens. I mean. They're jumping on top of people, right. and that's easy to do, to continue on after you do that. I'm not so sure they can overrun that defensive line. Right. Right? Yeah. So I think, you know, that holds up. Now we get it, you know, and and it is so much of the Ravens is Lamar Jackson. It really is. I mean, that's fun. That's exciting for everyone. Very. But it makes the Ravens vulnerable. Yes, it does. But until somebody catches them. It's uh, it's 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 so exciting. They really is. all the negative stuff you hear about the league, and then you watch this guy. <laughs> yeah, he he looks pure in spirit. You know, he's fun. He does, he, and he's good at it. And he makes it exciting. He's, right. Yeah. Makes people miss. Right. But people haven't seen this in the league in no ever. In a, more I than I'm trying to think when. Vic. Yeah, but this guy's more potent. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I don't think he has dogs. No. Well, that's it. Um, so what are the games you like this week? Do you like the Niners? Well, well I do like the Niners. Yeah, I like the Saints. I think they flipped this, the, the script on, on the Falcons this time around. They're, I mean, they're not yeah. going to sneak up on them. They, got they often win at each other's home. And I like that. And it's na- it's the thir- it's the Thanksgiving night game. Yeah. And that's so the New Orleans plus six. I, I, can, I can see that absolutely. Right, I like that. And believe it or not, I like the Packers, so I'm going to give them one more shot here. Packers um, the, in, in East Rutherford against the Giants. Yeah, the sick. Giants don't bring much to the table yet. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that secondary can be exposed, and we'll see. Yeah, I think this is, I, I, I think this is a get-right game, too, for the Packers, too. So you like the Niners, you like the Packers, you like the Saints. And I like the Vikings, believe it or not. The Vikings. So you like the Vikings. And what are they Seattle. getting? Yeah, what are they getting three. there? Three, okay. Plus three. I could see that go up. Yeah. I think a lot of people are on Seattle. I don't know what their record is at home, but it's certainly not as good on the road because they're undefeated on the road. Who, Seahawks? Yes, aren't they? They're at least four and two at home. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe three and two at the worst. I'm and they're five and, and they're, they have two losses, right? Yeah, they have two losses, both at both home. Both at home, yeah. 
and their record on the road is what four and four and zero, five and zero. Yeah, and they won a game by one point over the Bengals, I think, in the, in the start of the year at home. Right. So no. I mean, they're better on the road. They are. Uh, it's just I just want to see if Cousins and company can come out and do what they've done elsewhere. Well, we thought they answered that question in Dallas, but Dallas didn't turn out to be much. So no. No. But they did have a shot in New England. Right. They did, but one thing or another led right. to their demise. Speaking of Dallas, they, of course, they and the Lions host their Thanksgiving Day games. The Bears at the Lions. I think we're both on the Bears with that one. Yeah, three and a half. That's scary right there. Yeah, I have four, giving four to them. Yeah, well, that's, that's, I mean, do you really think the Bears should be giving anybody this one? <laughs> no, but, I mean. Didn't work out last week against no, the Giants. But, I mean, yeah. And yeah. then you've got a Buffalo going down to Dallas. Yeah, I think we agreed that to take that seven, seven and a half. Would it, I six it? and a half, yeah. Oh, you did? I thought it went up to seven, but okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. Moving over to baseball, uh, some more uh, more recent allegations, apparently, towards the Houston, where it just doesn't end for the Astros. They now, at what point is enough rumor that we you know, investigate for a fact? Apparently, the Yankees had this is a report. Uh, had the Yankees had complained about suspicious blinking lights <laughs> during the 2019 ALCS. So and and that's that wasn't uh, Martian activity. <laughs> no, no swamp gas stuck in a uh, in a bubble or anything like that. Um, in other actual news, the Pirates hired the Twins bench coach at Derek Shelton. Derek Shelton to be their new manager. He was interviewed to be the Mets bench coach. He was, um, but now he gets to actually be a uh, be a manager. He had a short uh, stint catcher in the minors as a catcher. Uh, he's been coaching since '05. He's a hitting coach for the Indians. And, and he's the, the coach Rays. of what now? The, the Pirates. Okay. Um, he was the bench coach the last two seasons for the Twins, which of course. They had a good year to Pirates. They had a great year. And he's a former hitting coach, which, you know, Pittsburgh, I'm sure, could help, could use, especially. Pittsburgh, in the past, has been a team that other people plucked a talent from. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see. And according to some rumors, the Mets are actually going after uh, Starling Marte, the, Indy, uh, the Pirates center fielder. That would, well, they need one. Well, they need one, yes. I'm just, who, who's left the trade? But apparently somebody, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and the Padres have been a flurry of moves today, including getting uh, Drew Pomerantz. Uh, he's a left-handed left bullpen option, a four-year, $34 million deal, which is, that's big. They jumped right on that. And they traded one of their key... The shortstop? Luis uh, Urias. And um, another, and I think two other players, traded them to the Brewers. And also, Drew Pomerantz was with the Brewers this past year. So now he's, sorry, he's going, they're going there, and the um, Padres are getting back uh, an outfielder. And uh, The Padres, can they ever do anything? Well, this is, now there's this chance, because you know what? Um, who's, what's his name? Uh, Tatis Jr. Uh, and you've got who's the other one they signed? So they're putting some talent together. Yeah, like now, now basically they're saying the time's over. Like the time to be patient, the time to right. wait. Now let's jump in. They had the runner. They had a really good rookie pitcher. 
who came in second or third for the rookie of the year. So, but they're ready to jump in and ready to start that going. So. That'd be good. Get some new blood out west. That would be. Um, so yeah, so that's that's what's happening in baseball. And and, and the Mets got. Did they hire a bench coach? So they hired a bench coach, uh, Hensley Mullins, uh, former Yankee in the '80s and here, there, and everywhere else. Right. As their bench coach, pretty good, and he speaks five different languages, so he can communicate. Obviously. Is one of them double speak? No. no. Okay. Because he'll eventually learn that. Well, of course. I mean, but he's played in New York, so he'll know that anyway. Oh. And right. then, well, there you go. And then, of course, you've got the um, also the Mets hired Jeremy Hefner Hefner as uh, their Pitching coach, former Met, who pitched about I don't know, five years ago. He was the assistant. The guy last year, everybody was talking how good he was. Then what happened? Who? The guy that was that 84-year-old or whatever he was. Oh, uh, Vulture, Phil Reagan. He was good. He probably, he's moved down back down to the minors, I think. He did? What a shame. Well, that, but you know what? Work on the young crop that's coming up. Moving over to college football. Ohio State jumps over LSU after a big win, big close win against uh, Penn State at Penn State in uh, Happy Valley. So Ohio State jumps over LSU. Uh, LSU had a blowout win over Arkansas, but you, do you think that's legit? I think that's fine. Ohio State's a very strong team. They're perennial. Plus, they got a great edge rusher. Plus, this really kind of pushes out the idea of like it's one thing if LSU is one, and then you can sneak in a second SEC team. Right. But if you now you drop them down, you can't clutch them that close. LSU does drop to number two. Clemson up at number three, still hanging around. Georgia on um, number four. Alabama on the outside. Utah moving up to number six. And the Golden Gophers up at eight. Baylor back up to nine. Um, and then you're. And that's it for the playoff. I mean. Pretty much. It's just, if look, if Georgia loses in the SEC title game, will you bump it up? And it looks like Utah. Utah is next to step up. Nice. Absolutely. And now you've got the Iron Bowl this week. You've got Alabama against Auburn. You've got Texas A&U at LSU. Um, you've got Clemson hosting South Carolina. You've got... Yeah, so a lot of big. Oh, and of course the uh, Ohio State at Michigan. So that's that's going to be the big game. What's that line? Ooh, that's a very good question. Let's take a look. Who would you set it at? Hmm, I would have to say plus five. The home team. Yeah, I'd have to say that. And what is it? Hold on, let me let me pull it up. Sometimes it takes a moment to see. Oh, nine. You see? Nine. It's at the uh, at the big house. Can't trust Michigan, Michigan this year. No, no, you can't. Even though they're 13th ranked, I mean, they're just they're, you can't. Disappointing. Be, you, you can't be nine and two and, and expect to get anywhere. You really can't. Well, one I mean, Harbaugh's doing good, and one isn't. Right. But I mean, Appalachian State. Look, I'm not saying that they're they're they should be in the college playoff, but they're ten and one, and they're behind an eight and three Virginia Tech team. So I mean, a seven and four Ohio State uh, Iowa State team right. is ahead of those. So I mean, like can't respect that. No, you know it's going to help you expand the playoff. But you know we've talked about that many many times. So uh, what about the Grey Cup? The Grey Cup college. Uh, college football. Yeah, the Blue Bombers or 
that they were underdogs and won the thing outright. Ne- neither of them had won in a while. In the uh, in Canadian football, yeah, about? that's a, yeah, it's interesting. It's Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yeah, and the Blue Bombers were uh, the underdogs. And and then, yeah, p- pretty pretty soundly. But it's interesting because only like three downs instead of four. Yeah. And uh, it's a wider field, and I mean all those. It's things. pass, 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 right? Yeah. It's a lot of territory to cover. Yeah. And you get to get two people in motion in once headed mm-hmm. towards the yeah. It's it's a fast game. Blue Bombers came into the playoffs there at eleven and seven. Yeah, so they weren't they weren't really expecting much from them. No. But there they go. Congrats to them. Yeah, for our neighbors to the north. That's right. All right, Dad. Well, thanks again. Happy Thanksgiving. It's been fun. Happy Thanksgiving to all. All right. Enjoy the games. Enjoy uh, everything you are thankful for. And we'll see you then. Pass the turkey. Uh Andrew, take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.